Welcome to Who's Next with Darion Henderson. I'm your host, Darion Henderson. Thank you so much for joining us here for the new podcast that we have here at WNBF News. I also want to thank you because you've all showed so much love. I mean, so much love for us during the month of February when we launched Bridging the Gap. So many views and we really appreciate you. And we wanted to kind of bring it back, but spice it up just a little bit. So we have this new podcast where we're going to be talking about the movers and shakers in our community, right? With the shift that's happening in our country with millennials taking on more leadership roles, opening up new businesses and really taking on what's happening in our community by their hands and really just heading forward. We want to show you and maybe introduce you to or maybe help you understand more about the movers and shakers around here or the people on the silent come up. So I want to first introduce you and begin this series with a culinary artist right here in the city of Myrtle Beach. He is a Grand Strand native. He goes by the name of Jarrett King. He's an award-winning chef, but we're gonna call him Chef JK. Let's give him a hand here in the building. Let's give him a hand. Woo, 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 woo. So yeah, yeah, Chef JK, thank you so much for joining us, man. All right, thank you. We're gonna have a great conversation, um, but first, of course, we gotta talk about what's in front of us, right? <laughs> it's, it's some good food. You right. just opened up your new spot, Oak yeah. Prime, right here in Myrtle Beach in the Carolina Forest area. Uh, we're gonna get to all that in a minute, but what do I have right here, man? I see a little, I see a little steak, I see a little oh, yeah. octopus. 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 What's going on, what's going on? All right, so right here we have a 48 ounce prime ribeye. Tomahawk. Okay. Tomahawk. Tomahawk. I mean, if you're going to do it, you got to do it big, You got to right? do it big. You have to do it big. You have to do it big. So it's currently not on the menu, but we run okay. it as a feature every now and then. So, I mean. So exclusive only. Exclusive only. <laughs> and you was the one of the I first like people to I'm have exclusive. it. Yeah, you, you, you are know. exclusive. That's why, so that's why I made it just for you. I bought it in just for you. I appreciate it. Appreciate so we pair that a lot of times. We do everything a la carte for the most part. Okay. So we have that with a little bit of grilled asparagus and a daffodil potato. Okay, okay. I thought it was a little mac and cheese, but <laughs> <laughs> it do look like mac and cheese a little bit, a okay. little bit, a little bit. Look, got yeah. a little cheese in it. A little cheese, a little okay. old extra damn gouda cheese. Gouda cheese. Gouda, gouda cheese. Gouda, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Gouda. Me too. Got love some Me too. too. Oh yeah. Like when I got like a nice little crunch on oh, it. Oh yeah, definitely. Can't wait to eat this. What's this right here? So we have grilled octopus. You went straight to the Atlanta. Uh, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> a lot of people is not doing it, doing octopus in this area, man. So yeah. that's why I try to do it. We have it paired with a little bit of romesco sauce and. Rainbow potatoes and tomato confit. Okay, okay, yeah. cool. Well, I'm definitely gonna get to some of this a little bit later. Oh, <laughs> listen, I'm gonna. I got my fork. I got oh, yeah. my. I got. I got my plate and my steak knife. But I got mine uh, too. <laughs> before we I'm, get uh, too much into it, uh, you know, I just want to tell the people about you. You know, mm -hmm. you have an amazing story. I knew, you know, of you. Yeah. You know, I knew of places that that you've uh, done around here. You know, you're in the kitchen of a lot of places, but. I'm like, I want to learn more. And once we talked about it, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, man, the people are going to love this guy. Right, so, right. you know, thank you so much for joining us here on Who's thank Next. Thank you, thank you. Let's start with the introduction, right? Okay. So it's because the first thing that I was like, wow, wait a minute, is that you were born and raised here. You don't born find that from a There's lot of people. There's not many of us. There's not many. <laughs> Tell me about your upbringing around here. We just, you know, born and raised in Myrtle Beach, you know, went to Myrtle Beach High School. I left for a couple years, went to Carolina Forest, you know, finished at Myrtle Beach and... Next thing you know, just basketball didn't work out for me. So yeah. I started, you know, I, oh, sorry. I started cooking, you know, so that's where we at. And that's where it's at, right. man. So you, so, you, so you was a ball player? Yeah, a little bit. A little just bit. a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> were, you, were you on, like, varsity or were you, like, JV? Varsity. varsity? I played varsity. Okay. I played varsity. Okay. okay. I right. mean, but sometimes stuff pans out, sometimes it doesn't, right? Right. So, right. I mean, mm -hmm. it all definitely happened. So you so say you just got into cooking, right? Right. So, you know, what... 
What did you always want to be though before, you know, a like basketball why player. you That's it. Basketball I, I didn't look at anything else but playing basketball. Got you. Yeah, so but that it, was pretty much it. It that was, was like that I'm was it. To be Kobe right. or right. or MJ. Shit. Yeah. I became Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> so neither one of those worked out. But it's a lot of work to put in with basketball, man. So I just yeah. I just didn't do it. it but happens. I'm a yeah. So that's why you know happened to start cooking because I'm a competitor. Gotcha. So I'm the type of person. If you do something better than me, I'm gonna figure out what I could do to make it better than I you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So basketball, any sport I play, I'm just a competitor. So when it came to cooking, I just wanted to cook the best to the best of my ability. Gotcha. So and I just you know I try to perfect my craft and I just. I practice. Gotcha. Practice basketball, I practice cooking. Gotcha. So just, you know. Gotcha. So this so is where we at. Did you go to school or I was did it not. something where you So you just hit the kitchen? I just hit the kitchen. Just, so, just give me the pots and right. pans. I'll, I, I'll let the, you know. I'll the book. So obviously going back to basketball, so basketball didn't work out for me. Right. And my brother was a manager at a you know, at a restaurant in Myrtle Beach. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like, hey, I need a job. Basketball not working out for me. Yeah. I need to, I need to work. So I started working with him and next thing you know, he was the manager, so when he took off. I just try to, you know, jot down everything and try to help him out and try to, yeah, you know, I paid attention to everything because he, you know, he was really good because he taught me a lot, a lot. So, you know, once that, once I got into, you know, cooking industry, I just try to perfect it. I mean, right, I try to, yeah. So was it like a fine dining restaurant in Myrtle Beach or was it was an oyster bar? It was an oyster bar. It was an oyster bar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. so yeah, That's going straight to it. <laughs> right, you know? I just went straight to it. So it's just an oyster bar. So I just started, you know, started shucking oysters, cooking oysters, and you know we had seafood and steaks yeah. on the menu, but you know we was known for oysters. Gotcha. You know, so. So did you start off somewhere because you know I started off working at Jack in the Box. So I, <laughs> so I, was, uh, I was in the kitchen right, making tacos, right, you know what right. I mean, mm-hmm. and jumbo jacks and cheese yeah. and things of that nature. Okay. Did you start off with with like the fast food thing? Because that was one of my favorite jobs, no. by the way, too. No. You know? No. You just no. went straight to straight to. Well, I used to work at this place called the Filling Station. Okay. Right on 10th Avenue. It's a filling. It used to be called the Filling Station. I think it's called Simply Southern now. Okay. Yeah, but it used to be called the Filling Station, so it was just a pizza place. So. Gotcha. But I was really, I was a busboy, and I just ran food. So this is always kind of like meant for you in like a type of way, right? I mean, for the most I mean, part. Destiny is is, is right. really just something, something, right. something good. So would you say your brother was the one who gave you that initial push to be he like, gave, you know, he opened the doors for out. me. He opened the doors for me. He yeah. gave me the key to get in, and you know, once I got in, I just I, went, I ran with it. Yeah. What's some you of your early favorite dishes to cook when you was in that uh, spot? Anything, anything yeah. I made, they just loved it. So <laughs> I mean, no specific dish because I didn't yeah. take cooking serious, not gotcha. at first, you know. So I just. You know, made what I made and did what I did, and people just yeah. loved it. They started liking it, and you know, they started loving it. And then one day, the general manager came up to me and my brother, and he was, she was just like, "Which one of y'all want to? We open another restaurant. Which one of y'all want to go train a chef?" Wow. My brother said, "I don't want to do it. I don't mind doing it. I don't mind talking to people." So yeah. I went and did it, and we had a grand opening, and everybody in Myrtle Beach came to the restaurant. We was wow. like overwhelmed, busy. So after the chef, you know, they were just like, you know, J.K., we want to talk to you. So we went to the back and we started talking and the chef stood up, the one I was training, he stood up and said, hey y'all, thank y'all for the opportunity. I realize I'm too old, I'm, I'm too old to do this, I quit. Uh, and he walked out and then everybody looked at me. Just like that? Just like that. And I'm like, what, you know, what's going on? So they were like, JK, how you feel about taking his spot as being a chef? I'm like, I just started That's cooking. Yeah. I'm like, I just started cooking a couple years ago. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I had one person was for my food rep. He was just like, JK, I'm a chef. I manage the restaurants, I own restaurants, so I will teach you, yeah. I will teach you the steps. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow. So he taught me a lot, man. He that's taught one me a way lot. to start. Yeah, that's that was, one that was way good. to start. He did, they just threw me in the fire. Yeah. So yeah, so that's a, that's the best way to do it. Literally. Literally. Wow. Right. Yeah. The fire. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I didn't understand anything, man. But mm -hmm. you know, like I said earlier, I just try to perfect what I did. Yeah. Was know? it was it like nerve wracking at first? You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. having I guess so much weight on you too, because a lot of times, you know, restaurants fail because of the chef. It you failed. know what I mean? The restaurant <laughs> failed. It did fail. It failed. Yeah. It I did. It's because of you. No. But you know what I mean? Like no. restaurants either gonna really succeed or it's gonna be like, right. uh, just because you just don't know. No. Um, but you said it did fail. It did, but not from my part. It fell from the the general manager. He, you know, they know who they are. So I don't really want to say, don't want right. to say too much, but right. they know what they did on their end to kind of make the restaurant, you know go downhill. So what happened after that? After that, me and my, well, before the restaurant failed, I was talking to my food rep. Cause I used, I still worked at the restaurant during the day and I worked at the other one. I worked at, the, I had a morning job and a night job. Mm -hmm. I was working almost a hundred hours a week, man. Wow. For like almost three years straight. Putting in that work. Three years, I put a lot of work in. So I just went to my guy, my, my mentor. I said, man, I want to work less and get paid more. Just talking to him, like, I mean, you talking right now. Yeah. He was like, JK, don't worry about it. I got you. I ain't paid him no attention because he always he always <laughs> lied to me. Yeah. He always lied to me, Darion. Yeah. But you know, about a week later, he gave me a phone number, and he said, "Hey, call this number." I'm like whatever. I never called the number. So about two weeks went past, and he came back to me. He said, "JK, did you call the number?" I said, "No." He said, "Well, I'm not going to leave your site until you call the number." I said, "All right, whatever." So I called the number, and a guy picked up the phone. He said, "Hey, you know, I'm opening up at a restaurant in Myrtle Beach," and he said, "I heard all good things about you. Come in and talk to me." Yeah. yeah. So I just went like and, yeah, just like that. So I went to him. So we had a little interview and I went and talked to him. He said, you know, I want you to come work for me. You know, he said, I can mold you to be, you know, the great chef that I know you can be. Mm -hmm. So he was just like, you know, he was like, how much money you make at your own job? I said, I work, I, I make this amount at, um, during the day. I make this amount at night. He said, all right, well, how many hours you work? I said about a hundred. He said, holy crap. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. He was like, okay, well, I don't want you to work more than 35 hours and I'm gonna double your pay. And I'm gonna teach you how to cook this fine dining food. Yeah. Cause nobody's doing it. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. I know. So, so that's what Maybe happened. I'm yeah, to make I know too. it. Yeah, so he doubled wow. my yeah, he almost doubled my pay and cut my hours in less than half. That's a blessing. Right. That's a it blessing. Was a blessing. And hard work pays off. Right. And he was a, yeah, and he was a heck of a chef, man, and he helped me out a lot. Gotcha. He helped me out. So we used to change the menu like every season and I worked with I worked with a lot of cuts of meats, different, you know seasonal veggies and everything, man. Yeah. So yeah, so that's why, you know, that's how my culinary play came in effect. Gotcha. You know, so. Gotcha. And now you're an award-winning chef. Right. And now you're right. out here, you know, right. you're at different <laughs> events and things of that nature doing, right. like, some pretty cool things. Mm -hmm. The first competition that I went to, I didn't even know I was going to, uh, right. Hallie, Hallie Murrow, uh, right. one of my good friends and co-workers oh, yeah. like over Grand Strand today, she invited me out, and she was like, hey, you want to go to this place? It's got, it's got free food and free liquor. So <laughs> for me, I'm it. like, ah, there I'm there, right. let's go, right. you know? Right. Like, it doesn't, take, it doesn't take that much for me. Right. And we went. Mm -hmm. And it was the trio dinner. Right. Right. And mm -hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. He's like, I saw you there and I right. knew you from Cypress Grill. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. He's like, all these different. I'm like, it was like gourmet. It was some of the most right. bomb food I've ever had. Right. Um, it was like in little portion sizes, but you could go back, as right. you know. Mm -hmm. um, and you ended up, I believe, getting second place there, too. I got the, the people's choice. I got first place. Gotcha. And the judge's choice, they gave me second place. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Because what you had was good. It 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 was good. But you know, the trio dinner, so the trio meaning it's a chef, a college student, and an inspired high school student. Yeah. So that's the trio. So they're basically the three amigos. So basically, like, who whoever can make the best dish. So that's what happened. And we just, you know, 
you came out on it first and second good. place, right? It was good. Right. Yeah, but I remember right. that day. It was so, right. so good. And, and, and you talk about that, you know, because clearly there was a lot of people during your career, right, especially early on, who gave back to you. Right. You know, how does it feel being in a position now where you have trio dinners like that? where you're going to, you know, talk to these young kids and be around mm -hmm. these young kids and kind of show them the ropes too. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels good. And, you know, I have a lot of them that I trained in the past that, that wants to do interns with me now. Yeah. So I have a few that I have set up for the summertime that, that's inspired to be a chef. And it's, it makes me feel good that they're coming back to me. Yeah. You yeah. know, so I just, I, I love it. And I won't change it for yeah. the world, you know, so. It says a lot about you too, right. you know, when, especially when people come back to you, especially as they're on the development stage of it, you right. know, when, you, when you're really trying to like hone in on your craft and get to know people, you know, you really have to go to the people that's really feeding into you. Right. So it says a lot about, you know, because mm -hmm. people get to that level and be like, you know, well, this is what you got to do and I'll right. help you, you right. know what I mean? Right. But, but yeah. being that person that's like, like take a people. step back and realize, right. listen, I didn't get here without someone Looking me. at me and, and helping me and doing that to somebody else. So that's that's definitely right. commendable. I treat every employee like that. I mean to cut you off, but I treat every employee like that. Yeah. Every employee. I treat every employee like anything I can do to help them, I will help them. Personal, down to the business side of it. I will help them all. Gotcha. Help, yeah, because, you that. know, they help me. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. It's, I mean, definitely working in the restaurant, it all comes together. I even yes. learned that in Jack in the Box. We all got to come together. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? have to come together. Drive through, front right. counter, the, right. the fryers to the, to the person on the grill. You all got to come together and, and, and be a team. If you don't. Work it out. If you don't, it just take one loose screw. Yeah. You know, down to a server missing a ticket or one person having a bad day in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. They burning up the food or the server's not getting the food out. It just take yeah. one person. Yeah. Or my drink you know, not being right. There you, <laughs> go, there you go. There you go. That's what you do. <laughs> it's just always something, right? Right. right? So now you're known for places like Fire and Smoke. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. um, Cypress Grill. Right. We're in right now, and right. now it's split. We're gonna right. talk about that in a minute because now it is Oak Prime Bar, um, kitchen and bar, and man, like it looks nice in here. By it the is. way, it's it looks, really it's nice. looking really good. Oh yeah, I came here for a few times uh, to try Cypress Grill. Mm -hmm. And man, it was so good. I remember uh, one of my good friends, uh, Holly, who lives uh, down the street. Yeah, okay. um, she's a, a realtor and. We were just talking, went out to uh, to lunch, and she was like, let's go to Cypress Grill, and I lived down the street from here okay. a while back. So I remember coming here, and she ordered the uh, the three house-made pimento cheese biscuits. Oh, man, you can't go wrong with Man, that. listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know when you first meet yeah. somebody, and you don't want to, like, crowd over the food, because I love yeah. some good food. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, it was, it was like those biscuits were something amazing. Right. Something amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was really in the back cooking here, which really had a lot of people on lock. How does it feel seeing people enjoy your food? I know with my aunt, she's one of the people where like Thanksgiving, right. you know what I mean? Right. Like right. she's cooked everything and she like sits back and just watch people. But I remember asking her one time, like, why are you looking at everybody eating? And she was like, like that literally brings me joy and to see people eating my food. Is that the same, same way for here. you? No different, no different. And then it's actually a compliment all the way down to the tea, going back to the biscuits. Yeah. I make those biscuits from scratch every really? day, every morning. And it, it's time consuming, but it's worth it because I mean, you you taste them. Yeah. Yeah. So they're really good. So it's just taking that that time to make everything from scratch. We don't have a freezer back there at all. Everything we get, we get from, you know, fresh every day right. or daily, maybe every two days for the most part. But we mm -hmm. get everything in fresh, and you can taste the quality of the food, all the way around, man. But going back to what you're saying about your your family, on Thanksgiving I cook everything. 
Definitely. Everything every year. Everybody wants me Definitely. to cook. Oh, I'm not bringing no food to your house. I think you know, it was JK. Around trio. It's right. When I saw you and you was right. like, yeah, I've been tired, man. Yeah. Like, yeah I've been, having, <laughs> I've been <laughs> cooking oh, for everybody and oh, sending man, plates here. And then plates I have there. people that call me and they just, you know, I have a real high demand on making Thanksgiving food for, uh, for people. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a lot, man. Because as lot. you know, when it comes to Thanksgiving, folks yeah. that are, they want some good food. They want really that's good food. That's one holiday where it's around having some good food. Right. And when it's not good, Everybody got to tell me about a problem. We got, we got, we got questions <laughs> to ask. Who made this? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, it, it, <laughs> who made this? Right, you know? right. So for other people to be contacting you, like, hey, like, right. you know, make something yeah. for my people. It's mm -hmm. like that's that's really like really really a lot of love. Right. Um, but now you know now you now you're branching off, right? Right. Now you're now you're starting Oak. Um, right. How does it feel now to kind of be in something that's your own? You know, and really, and really take a hold of that, and and, and grab it by the bullhorns. It, it feels nice. It feels good. And then, you know, before I, you know, elaborate more about that, I, I want to thank Craig Martin and Chris Roberts. Yeah. Because the two of them, and myself, we came together and we sat down and we, you know, we sat at the round table and we talked about what we're going to do, the concept that we were trying to go for, you know, and it took a lot of time to get to where I'm at. And like I told you, I worked 100 hours for almost three years. Yeah. You know, I didn't see my family. I didn't see nobody, you know, because I was always working. And the one day I had off, I just slept a lot because, you know, yeah. trying to bring my body back up. Yeah. You know, you so. refuel somewhere. Right. So that's yeah. my refuel day, and I'm asleep most of the day. But just my hard work and dedication that I put in and my time and my energy and just opening this restaurant and letting people taste my food from my culinary experience. Gotcha. You know, so it just... It's a blessing for what I'm doing because a lot of people is not doing it. Because, you know, I talked about it for years, but now that we actually have this in play, it's, it's, it's beautiful. And it's, it's beautiful. hard to be about it, man. Yeah. It's hard to be about it. It's yeah. good to be like, I want to open up my own restaurant one right. day. I want to have my own thing. Right. But it's another thing when you have to get out there. You have to get out there. You have to grind. You right. have to be visible. You have right. to promote your product. Right. You know, you got you to do all of that. Um, what can people expect from this new spot besides new scenery because even like immediately like when I walk in I'm like okay this doesn't look like Cypress oh, which is hard it right is. which is, is really hard to do because right. when you're literally kind of revamping the same space people can walk in and be like okay this yeah. is like Cypress 2.0 you know that's what but it doesn't right and that's and that's a lot of feedback that we have and going back to what you're saying like in three weeks we had a team come in for three weeks they had paint the walls we changed the flooring we changed all the light fixtures we changed everything in here too yeah the seats everything yeah. right yeah, so we did everything we could to try to give it a whole different vibe yeah. all the way around and you're going to get these the old customers from cycles grill that loved what loved or hated what we did that might make them hesitant on coming here because if they had a good experience like oh i used to come to cypress grill it, it used to be good but oak prime is not up to par yeah. or cypress grill used to be bad so I expect Oak Prime to be bad. Yeah. So it's like, oh, they got the same chef or they got the same people that work there, but it's a whole different experience, man. And everything that we're doing, like going back to my partner, uh, Chris Roberts, everybody call him Smalls. Mm -hmm. He's a heck of a mixologist. Yeah. Like, yeah, so it's not really a real mixologist down here in Myrtle Beach, yeah. but yeah, but his drinks are, Top notch, top notch. And that keeps people coming back. Yeah, Listen, I'll come coming. back for a good drink. And there you anytime. go. And there you go. And that was our problem at Cypress at one point. We never had a consistent bartender. Yeah. But bringing, you know, Smalls over here and, that you know. That will bring people back. Oh, that will bring them back, especially like, with having good food. food. And we got some of the best service with Lindell and Jason. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Kyle and Tommy. Like, we have some really good service that always, always on the A game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. A good happy definitely. hour and a good bartender. Right. A bartender will oh, will yeah. do wonders for a place. Oh, yeah. I mean, Definitely. some places around here, you know, you go to and like it's like, oh, I know it's maybe a little bit different to doing it in here, but it's like, you know, 
happy hour at the bar. Right. And the bar is packed out. Oh, and, yeah. and then it's literally people who've been there for a while. People right. lining up at 3.30 when it opens up at 4 o'clock just because right. they know what they're going to get when they walk in and the door. You know what's crazy? We don't even have happy hour. Yeah. We're not even, you know, yeah. doing happy hour. When people at 5 o'clock, people are coming in, a wave of people. Right. They're coming to see Smalls. Yeah. They love them. They love them. And I, and I love it. Yeah. I love that they love him because, you know, they come in to see him, then they taste my food. And I'm like, oh, wow, like, this is a good comparison, yeah. you know, so. It almost gives you, like, a little bit of a leg up as well, as you know, you starting go. new businesses, starting new restaurants, right. especially, you know, places where people got to come out to eat. Right. It's a lot. Right. You know what I mean? Like, to be like, okay, I'm going to go try it out. And then even looking at, you know, the menu, you'd be like, okay, mm, I don't know if this really gives my budget. <laughs> I don't know if I want to spend that much money at, like, a brand new spot. Right. You know, but already having that leg up to be like, you know what, I enjoy Smalls. Right. So if I enjoy his drinks, oh, yeah. I can get through the food. Right. But if I come right. here and the food is bomb too, you got him. You got him. You, you got, got him. Me, I you got him. You're right. You're right about that, man. And so yeah. that's the, and that's, like going back, that's the leg up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, having good food and a good bartender, that's the spot I want to be at. Lot, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? And then it's different. Like, you know, what we're trying to do, the vibe, scenery, the menu, the drinks that we have on the menu, you know, you can go online and look at everything. It's, it's different. Nobody's yeah. around here doing what we're doing. So that's what we're doing. We're sticking with our concept, and that's what we're going for. What, what vibe do you want to go for with this place? Vibe? What do you mean by vibe? Like vibe, like, you know, some people want to be, like, much more, like, chill, you know, like Uber, ooh-la-la, date night. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a little bit of both. Or a little bit. more like a, you know, like a, like a, you know, somewhere where I can go, have a, have a great drink, you right. know. Um, and just, you know, go be with friends or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because like some places where it's like, okay, shh, be quiet. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, get your right. drink, whisper a little oh, bit yeah. across the oh, yeah. table. Or is it more like, you know, chill, somewhere I can get like a nice drink, some nice steaks, some nice octopus. It's <laughs> all good dinner. All of the above. All if the you above. just want to come here for a date night, you just want to come here to chill after work, have a couple drinks, a little appetizer or uh, entree, yeah. that's what we're doing, you something know? So, yes, yeah, so, a little bit of something for everybody. Absolutely. There absolutely. you go, you can't beat it. What time do you all open so the people can know? Just while oh, yeah. So we're open uh, Monday through Thursday, 5 to 9. Friday and Saturday, 5 to 9.30. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Dinner. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. Dinner. Dinner. dinner only. Yeah, dinner yeah, only. I mean, I don't mind doing lunch. Lunch is just overwhelming. Yeah. You know, and then the type of food that I put out, the time and the energy that, that I have to put in, yeah. it's hard to for me to come in at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning to prep, open for lunch at 11, it's hard to work throughout. So, you know, yeah. so that's why we kind of X lunch for now and then we're just going to do strictly dinner and, you know, people that came in from Cyclops before and taste the food from then to now, complete difference. Now I have time to prepare the food the way it's supposed to be prepared without without, without rushing it. Are there some new dishes that you do on the menu too? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. This this new. Yeah. yeah this is new. <laughs> yeah. No, no or, or the, or the oh yeah. Either. Oh yeah. yeah, you can't, I can't beat wait it. To eat this in a minute. Like oh, I yeah. said, I was trying to keep my, my grill and everything. I know, me too. Trust I'm, I keep, me, we're yeah. getting there because <laughs> I'm ready to eat. I'm ready to eat. Right. Um, so this is um, a new segment that we're bringing to the podcast. Okay. Um, it's one of called Mental Matters um, because you know mental health is important. It right. Is. You know, it's something that no matter you know what business you're in, no matter your field, no matter what you do, you know, a lot of people are getting a better idea of how to handle their mental health, mm -hmm. speaking up about their mental health and things of that nature. And as we know, you know, like we were just talking about the pressures, right. the pressures of opening up a new restaurant, the pressures of, okay, you open it up, people are actually coming in and enjoying your food. Um, just the pressures of life within itself, mm -hmm. you know, it just gets pretty hard out here, it you is. know, especially with everything. How's your mental health through all of this? It's a lot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Well, mental health, you know, it's good, but you know, it, everything can be overwhelming and just how you take it. So I just, you know, everybody need a way out. So my way out is, is cooking. 
So that's my, you know, that's my mental process, my mental health with everything. With a lot of things, I, I, I cook to, when I cook, I forget about everything. You know, I forget about everything and I just, I cook to try to bring the people with the mental health, you know, issues because I have a lot of people that have gluten allergies. Mm -hmm. They have, I have one person that's, that's on a liquid diet. Wow. They just come in just for straight liquid. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that calls, causes mental health to a certain degree, yeah. you know, from looking outside in, yeah. you know, so just, with me curing people mental health through my food, not saying I'm curing it, but you know, me providing a outlet for people with mental health with, by me, from me cooking, that's my way out for me to have, you yeah. know. It's like a two way street. There you go, there you go, you know, right. I'm helping myself by releasing right. and like you're helping yourself right. by also coming out and getting something to eat, you right. know what I mean? Cause like right. that, could, that could change a person's day. And there you go. And Easily, I have you come in, you get good right. service, you get good food, right. you get a nice drink. It's like, you right. know what, I wasn't having a good day. Right. but. There you that go. just made me happy. And there you, you know? go, and that's what I'm saying. So that's going back to when your family member said that, you know, by them cooking for Thanksgiving, just yeah. making everybody happy. So, you know, going back to mental health, I have a family that comes in and, you know, one of their kids have, you know, going back to the liquid diet. And no restaurant around here will provide liquid, a liquid dish for them. Yeah, an and option for no option at all. And I'm, I provide that for them. Yeah. And they just, you know, they told me about everything, about her issue and everything. and. I'm happy that I get to provide that dish for them. And yeah. they, you know, so they're, they're regular customers that comes back and they love everything that we do here. Yeah. And so, that means a lot. That and, means and a that lot, does. you know. For me just also. That, just that peace of mind, right? right. And it's a it's peace, of, peace mind. of mind. Right, absolutely. So that makes me happy all the way around. Yeah, and we also talked about, you know, you wanted to step more into the spotlight as well, which is even you being here for right. the actual right. podcast. Right, right, And just be more <laughs> visible, you know, be more out there. Because mm -hmm. as I was trying to even do my own internal research, <laughs> trust me, y'all, you're not going to find this right. man on Facebook right. or Google or anything no. of that nature. No. Um, so. How do you feel getting to that point where you have to be a little bit more visible? You got to be seen a little bit more. Always Sharing a little bit more. Even right, what right, right now, what yeah. I'm doing right now. I'm actually, I'm not really a camera friendly person. Yeah. I'm actually, I told you I was shy before the interview. <laughs> I'm like, dang. So, I don't mind doing it. I just, I just need to do it, you know? So yeah. it's, it's a little different, you know? I'm not the type of person that posts a picture, you know, get my phone, post a picture and yeah. put it on Snapchat, Facebook or whatever. I don't, you know, yeah. I just move a little different, so. Yeah. Yeah. What was what was holding you back from that kind of being like? Because honestly, some people are just they're just not them. You know Social what I mean? Media. Like they just want to be in the back. Like listen, I want to be in the I want to be in the you know the kitchen, right? Getting it in, you right. know, where my face is the food. So honestly, my face is the food, but the food people want to you know going to a restaurant and eating some really good food and actually meeting the chef. People love that. Yeah. So I you know so a lot of times I'm back there really busy and a table want to talk to me just to tell me compliments to the chef and they want to hear my output on. They want to hear how I made this food, how right. I make it, you know, be like, okay, well, nobody around here got a death and wild potato on the menu. What made you yeah. put a death and wild potato? What made you put octopus? Right. So I have to tell them. So really, me trying to stay in my little shell, I have to, you know, go outside the box a little bit and I, I'm used to it now. Yeah. Yeah. So I talk to so many people now, it's just second nature now. Yeah. And it really right. matters too, you know, even going back to who we are, you know, right. black men being right. in our business, you know, mm -hmm. me being a black male anchor, right. you know, that brings a whole nother level of, you know, making sure that I, I stay on my tip top, right. you know what I mean? Right. But also once again, I mean, naturally I'm visible because I'm on TV, right. but even being visible in the community so that I'm not right. just some TV figure, right. you know, it's important for you also, you know, it being is. a black chef to step out and be like, you know what, the people need to see me, the kids need to see right. me, there you, go. you know, because they need there to see go. that there's another option. And even right. your story about, you know, 
you wanted to go play basketball. Right. And you shifted over, boom, boom. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And becoming a chef, I think that's just so inspirational. It's something that I think, you know, I know rather that kids would love to hear. Right. You know, because a lot of people, a lot of kids here, you know, make sure you got your backup plan. I'm pretty sure you was told <laughs> right. that before. Right. Like, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, that's I cool. You want to be Kobe, but mm-hmm. make sure you got something else on the Definitely. side, yeah. you know, and they don't really, they don't really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But I think your story really, really lends uh, a real, a realistic, uh, experience Mm -hmm. to what that is Mm -hmm. and what you can do so i love hearing that man i I love hearing it so um all the best to you uh next segment though we have i say you say right so i say i'm gonna say something you say something right Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna say uh a word or phrase okay and then you have to respond with one word Okay. Now, if we expand on that word, we're going to expand, but I need just only one word from you, all right? All right. I say, you say. All right. So, I say, growing up in Murder Beach, you say? Tough. 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 We can stop right there before we get all to right, the next one. What do you mean by tough? Tough on my end because going back to basketball, because, I mean, that's all I you yeah. know, did growing up. It was tough for me because I was, you know, known to play basketball. Yeah. You know, nobody known me. I mean, you could ask people around, like, nobody knew that I could do anything else besides play basketball. Yeah. So it was tough, not growing up, but far as, like, my early adult years, growing, like, not pursuing my basketball career to cook. It was tough at one point because I was ashamed of it at one point. Wow. Because I was, you know, I was used to be on the news. I used to, you know, be in the newspaper all the time. Yeah. And from, you know, actually not pursuing my basketball career as a cook, I was ashamed of it. So now, I'm, like you just said earlier, you know, I'm, I'm coming out my shell now, yeah. you know, so. Tough. Yeah, right. it, it, that's tough. That was tough. Okay, so I say the future of black chefs, you say? <sighs> Is that the response or side? That's a response. That's a response. That's a response. That's a response. That's a Upcoming. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of upcoming black chefs. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, because I have two or three right now that I'm molding right now to be a That's chef, good. you know? I don't want them to work under me forever, so I'm doing everything in my power to make them an executive chef. You know, so I'm teaching them the odds and ends of everything. I mean, honestly, black, white, Mexican, whatever, I don't, you know, I don't care, so I'm just teaching them how to become a chef. Okay. Yeah, so. That's what's up, that's what's up. All right, I say <laughs> house-made biscuits on the menu. You say? From scratch. You say yes or no. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Okay, there yeah. you go. Yes. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Oh, they good. And grab that. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Them like, is good. They, they they're good. And it's time consuming. Man. Come back here and watch me how make long, them one day. How long? How long it take? Forty-five minutes for every thirty biscuits. We're doing it from scratch. And you giving out three every time. Every time. Right. Man. I have people get mad at me. No, I have. I had a couple of customers complain that we don't give out free bread. But I'm like, we don't give out free bread because we have these beautiful biscuits Amazing on the menu. Biscuits, and I yeah. charge, I mean, I only, what, they only like eight bucks on the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's cheap. like, yeah, yeah, so just order the biscuits. Yeah, you know? Listen. It's like Ted Lasso, biscuits, biscuits <laughs> with the boss. <laughs> right, right. All right, and just the last thing too, uh, the last segment, uh, we call Three Thanks. Um, so what are three things? Three? Um, three things. Oh, man. Three, not, not six, but three. All right, there you go, there you go. <laughs> that, uh, Three things about you not related to the culinary or food that people would be surprised about. Three things. Random facts. Three random things. I'm shy, but I'm not shy. Okay. I don't know if that's one thing. It's, it's cool. That's it's cool. one. Uh, two. Two. Personal without without sure, the restaurant. Go, All go right. Ahead, uh, go ahead. 
I had my child when I was 15 years old. Wow. 15. That's another obstacle. That's another obstacle. I mean, you're just kidding. Oh, just it's more. It it's more. We can have another segment. <laughs> right? We can just talk about more things. I have a lot going you on. Get a part two I have a lot. We can do a part two and three. That's a lot. I have a lot going on. Okay. I have a lot going the on. Three. Three. That's hard. I, I mean, the first two, I mean, that really, that's really. You got something. Like, I eat pretzels in bed. I don't know. <laughs> I cook all this fine dining food all day, every day, uh -huh. and I go home and eat a hot dog. A hot dog, <laughs> a hot dog or a piece of pizza, a burger. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I eat this food, but I mean, I'm around it all day, every day. Yeah. I mean, I could get the best of the best, and yeah. I go home and eat a taco. You know, so <laughs> I don't really, I don't really eat this food, honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't know. It's a lot of tomahawk steak right here. I don't know if I'm going to share pounds. it, though. Maybe you're going to have to go to your hot dog. Oh, yeah. I'll <laughs> chop it up and put it in my chili. I can chop it up and put it in the chili. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. oh man. Oh, man. Thank you so much right, for you. being with thank us, man. You. you look in this camera and let the folks know, just say, I'm JK, Chef JK, um, and I'm next. All right. I'm Chef Jared King. Everybody know me as Chef JK, and I'm up next. I'm up next. I I'm appreciate next. you, brother. All right. Appreciate thank you. Thank you so much. Thank right, you so thank much, you. man. Thank you. All right. Thank y'all so much for joining us here on Who's Next with Daria Henderson. We have so many more amazing people that we're going to be featuring on here. So make sure you subscribe to this on Spotify, on Apple Music, and also on YouTube as well. And also follow me on social media at Darion LH. That's D-E-R-R-I-O-N-L-H. We're going to have so much more coming up here on our different podcast series, including for Mental Health Awareness Month. You don't want to miss that. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.